Welcome back to Trustmark Park as we play our final home series of this 2023 season. Our guest is Brooks Wilson, who, of course, was a big part of that 2021 championship team here. And, and Brooks, first of all, it's it's great to see you and see you healthy after Tommy John surgery. Yeah, it's awesome to be back, obviously. It's such a long road uh, coming off a major surgery like that. But it's a lot of help when you see so many other guys going through it and you're all able to stick together and work together. And it's... Um, it's nice to be back personally, but then also seeing other guys go through the same thing and then make it back as well is, is a, it's a nice feeling to, to get back to playing ball. Tommy John surgery has become just such a norm right now, and it seems like most every pitcher will go through that. Let's go back to that 2021 season because you're with us. You go to AAA, all the momentum. When did you start feeling something in that right arm? And, and tell me about when you had surgery. I did not feel anything that whole year, actually. Um, it wasn't until the off-season where I started to notice something was a little off. Circumstances were certainly odd um, being put on the roster and uh, during that lockout, so a lot of weird things happened there. But yeah, it wasn't until the off-season. I felt great all season. I mean, I wanted to pitch as much as possible because I felt so good, and um, obviously that translated to some success and, and, a, and a really fun season, especially considering just how good that team was. Um, all throughout with the amount of home runs we hit and the amount of strikeouts we had. It was just a, a really good team all the way through, which makes it a lot of fun to play for a squad like that. Of course, you have Tommy John surgery, and I know for every player it's different. What was your experience like? <laughs> I'd be lying if I said it was fun or easy <laughs> or anything like that. It was, um, it's rough, I'm not gonna lie. It's a mental battle, it's a physical battle, it's a, it's a time battle, it's a patience battle. I mean, you name it and you're going through it, but um, with the way these surgeons are nowadays and, and their abilities and their knowledge and unfortunately how often they're doing the surgery, um, you know, you feel confident in the, the percentages of coming back and playing. I mean, they're pretty high nowadays. So yeah, it's, it's certainly not fun, but you know that there's a good chance of success on the back end and you just keep pushing towards that. And I mean, the end goal, right, is to get back playing the game that you love and in the end, it is just a game. It's not a job, personally. So, yeah, you just got to remind yourself of what's at the end of the the road there and, and just keep your head down and battle through it. You mentioned it not being fun and, and the fact that the, the lockout was going on and you were on the 40-man roster. So there's a lot of stuff going on at once. What did you learn about yourself throughout that entire process? Uh, that I'm capable of solving problems when they arise. Um, the off season is usually, uh, you know, it's off season for everyone, not just players. It's an off season for staff, coaches, everything like that. And so, when certain issues come about, you know, you really got to find a way to to battle through them. Uh, you got to have a good support structure behind you uh, with family, and um, luckily, my wife was there to help me with those decisions as well. So, yeah, it's um, a lot of things go on when you have surgery, and a lot of things go on in the off season, and you just. You really got to figure out a way to battle through those, figure out what your body likes, what your body doesn't like. Um, and there's really no straight path to success in that regard. When did you start picking up a baseball again and, and throwing? And then, you know, in life, things don't necessarily go how they, you know, are supposed to go sometimes. I know there was maybe a couple of setbacks there. Yeah, I think it was uh, anywhere from five to six months after surgery is when I started tossing. You know, for a, for a long time, everything felt great. Um, it was a little disrupted when that uh, when Hurricane Ian came through and they, they sent us out of the facility. Um, that made things tough on everyone, really. Um, but 
for the most part, my arm felt great for a lot of the recovery. And usually what happens is when you get to each new stage of, of the throwing program, whether it's, um, you know, long tossing or bullpens or live BPs, there's some natural aches and pains that come along, which really don't surprise anyone in the process anymore. People pretty much anticipate those things. So it's just a matter of dealing with those when they do come up, knowing how to respond, knowing how long it takes your body to recover from those. But there was nothing too out of the ordinary, really. It's just, you know, everyone's different. And it's how you respond to those things and how your body responds and if you're able to, to fight through them. You started pitching this year, I think it was with Rome, I guess, to begin with. And then you ended up back in the FCL. Talk about this season, what this, I guess, length of the season has been like for you. Yeah, I mean, in my mind, I've been playing you know since I had surgery it's um I haven't really you know I've had off days but I've been going now for almost 18 months since that surgery so yeah it's it's you never want to complain about playing the game of baseball you just can't I mean it's I'd rather do this than anything in the world back playing obviously when you're in the middle of the recovery it seems like it's never going to happen and then you finally start to see those gains coming and the the you know, throwing without pain, and you go, okay, this is what this is supposed to feel like again. You start to feel like yourself, and um, once you're playing, you just feel like it's, you know, back where you're meant to be, almost like it never happened. You get a chance to, to pitch in the finals of the Florida Complex League. <laughs> you find yourself in the middle of, of another championship journey. I think you actually got the win in the uh, Florida Complex League championship. What, what was that celebration like? <laughs> Um, so I pitched in game one of that three-game set with those guys. So we had to get the win, then they had to go to Tampa and, and beat the Yankees, which they did handily in that second game. But that that really was um, that was a lot of fun. Those guys love it down there, and they love playing. They really wanted to win, and I wanted to win with them. Um, and getting to play for some of those old uh, coaches that I played for coming up through the system was a lot of fun with Nestor and Nina and all those guys. Um, so that was a lot of fun. The energy was incredible down there. Um, And those guys just love playing the game more than anyone. So being around them, super fun, super energetic, was a great jump start to getting me back up here uh, in Mississippi. So I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Three three appearances into being back here in Mississippi. I mean, you've looked fantastic. I mean, all three of your pitchers are, are, are working well. The fastball, the curveball, the splitter, which, of course, you know I, I absolutely love. But uh, how's it felt to be back uh, on the mound here? And then last night you come in and – it's a pretty high leverage situation. Bases loaded one out, and, and you were able to, to get a couple of outs. Yeah, it's it's different um, in a sense where I'm not pitching the ninth right now. Um, but I, Yeah, because last night it was a sixth inning. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's different, but at the same time, I'm here to do a job, and that's get outs, and that's get outs as quickly as possible. Um, and just to be doing it again, I think, is the biggest blessing of all to be pitching at all. Um, to be able to get back here and play competitive baseball is um, it's been a lot of fun obviously a long journey but yeah no it's it's um it's a, it's a very fun time compared to what I just went through so I'm just happy to be back out here normal baseball stuff it's fun watching you down there I know you, you love talking to other players and getting feedback and they love getting feedback from yeah. you uh, saw that today with a couple of guys. So, so what's the thing you would really enjoy most about you know the side sessions? Yeah, I, I just enjoy picking people's brains. I'm always trying to get better. Um, I think it's um, it would be silly of me not to learn from from some of these guys. I mean, even the way you know I watch Hurston now is he just got here, but the guy's got an incredible work ethic, 
and I see that and I see his success and what he produces on the field, I want to do that, right? I mean, he's got incredible stuff, so I like to learn from him. I like to learn from other guys who have thrown splitters that I've, you know, been able to uh, play alongside of or, or be around in spring training. Um, so I'm always trying to pick people's brains, see what works for them, see what works for someone else, see what works for me, try it out. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then I won't do it. But um, I just like to get as much knowledge as I can about baseball because everyone's got so much different philosophies and the way they approach pitching and the way they approach approach grips and certain counts, what to throw when. I really like uh, talking to catchers because they're just a pitcher behind the plate. They have to think just as much as we do. And um, from both sides, right, they're catching and hitting. So they've got two totally different perspectives of the game of baseball that it's really fun to, to learn. I enjoyed working with uh, Drake last night. I've thrown to Clementina many times. Javier, we always have great conversations about what to throw and when. And I just love to learn more about the game, um, which I, I've always enjoyed doing. And I think that that's contributed to some success for me. The splitter, you were telling me it was your high school coach that mm-hmm. was able to teach you that and, and tell me how that pitch evolved. And you were talking about even holding a baseball in class to, to help, uh, you know, split those fingers apart because it, it's more like a forkball, honestly. Yeah, Kevin Wazalewski was my um, pitching coach in high school and a family friend of ours. He played some pro ball and I was throwing a bullpen in, in high school one day, and I just I had a horrible changeup. I'd spike it every time, or I'd sail it and you know hit a guy. And so he threw a splitter, and he he uh, recommended that I try throwing it, and it just kind of really came naturally with my arm slot, my high slot. The ball was able to pop out of my fingers nicely. And so once we saw that that was kind of a natural inclination for my arm slot and for my pitchability, I really just kept working on that. And as I've continued to progress in um, my baseball career, you know, from a starter and now to a late inning guy and I throw the splitter way more. I've had the ability to work on it more often and throw it in every count and really get a feel for what it does um, depending on how I'm feeling in a certain day. So just the amount that I've been able to throw it now, um, you know, I think it's attributed to most of my success yeah. in, in minor league baseball and, and hopefully one day beyond but um yeah having that pitch and trusting myself to throw it whenever and trusting my catchers is absolutely crucial to being able to throw that pitch if i don't trust my catcher i can't throw it and i've luckily had some unbelievable catchers so far in the minor leagues with shea langoliers and and hendrick clementina javier drake i've had a lot of good catchers so thankful for that william Contreras, who is now unbelievable with the brewers so um yeah, being able to trust those guys, trust myself to just throw it whenever, throw it as many times in a row as I feel necessary has um, really attributed to it. Now, you mentioned the the curveball. You kind of learned how to throw that from Max Free and how he grips the baseball. Yeah, he may not know that, but I was watching him <laughs> teach someone else one time. Um, yeah, just creating a little bit more space between the middle finger and the ring finger to allow the baseball to come out of the hand uh, more cleanly. Um, he's obviously got one of the best curveballs in the league. Um, it's an incredible pitch, so... That's another thing where, you know, they don't always know if you're looking, but I'm, I'm looking. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to learn from these guys yeah. and, and a guy of his caliber to see his grip and notice that it was close to mine, but not quite the same. So I take a little bit of inspiration from that pitch. He may have even been talking to uh, Paul Bird in a pregame when I, when I saw him explaining that. So I incorporated that into my curveball, and I think I've seen success from that, being able to throw it early in count, middle of the count, late in the count. Um, it doesn't really matter. I, 
I'm confident that I can throw that one ever, just like the splitter, just like the fastball. And I think that's another thing where if you can throw all of those pitches confidently in any count, you're going to have success going forward. Finishing up here with Brooks Wilson, and you missed two years of time. I mean, you know, it's, it's cool this year to watch Alan Winans make his Major League debut. You don't have to be 22, 23 anymore to be considered a guy that can really help the Major League club. How much has that played a part in your mind, I guess, the, the mental game that, you know, there is a clock, you know, on every player and the fact that, you know, you want to come back and be where you want to be at a certain time? You know, it's different. It's uh, the game has changed a lot since the recent agreements. Um, guys are getting called up at astronomical rates, and rightfully so. There's a lot of talent coming through right now. You see with Jackson Holiday already in AAA, Hurston's already here, Paul Skeen's AA. All these guys are shooting through the systems, and I think that that's a really good change that's been made. But on the back end, I see these guys coming, and I know that they're coming for my job, just like I was coming for someone else's job at some point. But all you can do is continue to get better. You have to not think about, you know, quote unquote, running out of time because I don't think I am. I think I can do this for a long time. I think when it comes right down to it, if you're going to be able to put your team in a position to win and have success, they do not care how old you are. As long as you're getting outs and pitching at the highest level, they're going to see it and they're going to choose what to do with you. Brooks Wilson, pride of Lakeland, Florida, now living in Tampa and, of course, out of Stetson down there in Florida as well. Hey, thanks for taking some time. And, man, it's so much fun to see you back on the mound, healthy and throwing that splitter. Thanks, Chris. That's Brooks Wilson. We're back after this with the starting lineups here on 102.1 The Box.